What up, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping It 9450, brought to you by the 265 Media Podcast Network. I'm Daniel Artes. I got my co-host, my brother from another. Hey, Dot, what's going on, man? We here, man. Part three of the 12-part series of Free Agency Primer 2022, man. What's good, brother? Yo, we here, baby. We here. So, again, good evening, everyone. So I'm excited to talk about this team for sure because I don't think there's a lot that they can do, but I think that they can run it back. And I think that they can try to do what they set out to do last year. So I'm just ready to get started. So let's get it. Yeah, let's get it popping. All right. So today we are talking about the Connecticut Sun, all right? And the issue is this, KDOT. And I mean, listen, they're not going to be able to afford Brian January, you know, all-league defender. You know what I'm saying? They could do a couple of things, like trade Natisha Heidelman, Kayla Charles, and or Dijanae Carrington, then sign some minimum contract players to make some financially um make some room financially for for Brienne. but I don't see that happening. You don't see that happening, and we also don't see a player of Brienne January's caliber taking a forty thousand dollar pay cut to stay on that team. Like Chicago, we talked about in the in the past episode. The Connecticut Sun has a lot of cat gymnastics to do to keep Brienne in that fold, and I just don't see that happening. Kate, like, what's what's your thoughts, man, on this one? Yeah, I don't see it happening either. And I think the person um, for the job is Dijanae Carrington. Um, Dijanae Carrington, who was a rookie last year, um, she, you know, was able to play um, some minutes, um, especially early in the season. But as the season progressed, um, you know, her her minutes kind of dwindled um, as Brienne <laughs> January came back into yeah. the fold. So um, I think that with the situation in Connecticut, um, Kurt Miller is probably looking at it as, you know what, I don't know if we're, you know, going to be able to pay you um, because we definitely want to core John Quo Jones. Listen, they would have three core players, Dewana Bonner sitting at 200 plus K, Alyssa Thomas sitting at 200 K. And then John Quill Jones as a core, if she signs, sitting at, you know, close to 200K, if not 200K. So they don't have a lot of money. And with Brianne January, it's almost like she's the odd person out because she's yeah. literally the only unrestricted free agent, from what I understand, um, in this on this roster. Um, so unfortunately... Um, they're not going to be able to keep her. And then, of course, you know, with Brianna Jones being the reigning uh, most improved player, like she's coming into her own. She's going to be an unrestricted free agent next year. Yeah. So, geez, Louise, Papa Cheese, like where is the money going to come? Like, I, I got an idea, too. Listen, so basically, like if John Quill Jones just take a, a raise of like literally, seriously, this is not an exaggeration of about $350 and then <laughs> Connecticut trades their first and their second round pick 
then you can keep Brienne. There's a lot of there's a lot of tricks that it, that it ain't happening, K Dot. You know what I'm saying? Brienne might as well just say, hey man, it's been nice. I'm about to go get the bag over here. I'm 34, about to turn 35. I'm at the other end of the mountain of my career. So listen, love is love, like how we say when we sign off. Love is love, peace. <laughs> That's what I would do if I was her. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just it's it, but to be honest, you rather that situation. You know what I mean? Right now, then not being able to have your protected players. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to think about it. Alyssa Thomas, Dewana Bonner, Brianna Jones, John Quill Jones. They're locked in. You know what I mean? Of course, you know, you gave, you know, John Quill the core. I think that should probably sign or whatever. We shall see or whatever. But you'd rather have that situation than, you know, not being able to re-sign your core players and, and, and everything like that. So, I mean, it's a game of, of numbers. It's, it's, it's business and you know i mean everybody can't go everybody can't be signing unless you know you want to take that pay cut that'll be a huge pay cut for brian january to take uh i just don't see it now i can understand the salaries was astronomical like in the nba then all right yeah you know take a couple million dollar cut come back and try to do it because this team is close man this team is close and it's going to be like like the lack of roster spots you know i mean the money and you know players is you know trying to get paid and stuff you know, it's, it's going to hurt, you know, top, top heavy teams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unless <laughs> me being a devil, me being a menace, <laughs> unless John Quill Jones say, you know, what, I'm out. Y'all have fun. Good luck. That's only unless, only unless. <laughs> See, 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 we try to keep keep it 9450, man. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It's, I'm no, this is, that's not a hot take. That's not a hot take. No, it's it's not a hot take at all. Like, if you if you look at what happened last year, right? right? When Alyssa Thomas came back, the entire scheme changed. Yeah. They they didn't go to what what got them there. Yeah. Literally. If right. you're keeping it 94.50, that's what happened. We knew that the question was, how would the chemistry come when Alyssa Thomas comes back, right? Yeah. Where who was Whose minutes were going to be diminished? Brianna Jones' minutes didn't diminish, of course. Mm-hmm. John Quill Jones' minutes didn't diminish. But not only didn't it diminish – the entire scheme of how their offense ran, it changed. Yeah. It changed. And not to say that she felt slighted by that, because I, again, I don't know what's in John Quill Jones' head. Yeah. But at the same time, if we're looking at it from a basketball standpoint, yeah, you probably would feel a kind of way if this whole dynamic and shift change especially during the playoffs Mm. it's one thing that that's a fact you know the dynamic would change in the regular season trying to feel things out Mm. but this happened in the playoffs and she didn't get the looks in the playoffs that she got in the regular season and you're right about that because remember kate i remember i was complaining and i'm like you know what they have bag point guard play because they're not giving this ball into the post. <laughs> you know, I'm like, listen, your MVP got you out there. 
You know what I mean? One of two players average a double-double. You know, a menace to society (laughs) when she get that ball in her hands. And the way they switch it up was crazy. And I was, like, literally, like, just complaining at the TV, like, give John Quell Jones the damn ball. (laughs) She's the best player in the game today. What are y'all doing? So, you're right. That might come back and bite them in the ass. You know what I mean? To be honest. Let me ask you a question, though. Because there's there's definitely another way they can keep um, Brianne January, bring her back. Of course, John Cole Jones is going to have to take a pay cut. Not really, quote, have to take a pay cut. Just get the same salary that she was getting last year. I think she made 190000 You know, I think her Supermax is, what, 229 230 So I believe so. Maybe, you know... I guess that'd be another way to keep Brian January. You would want to keep a player like that. You know, it's, it's, it's rare to find like, you know, all league defenders. Think about it. It's only, there's only uh what five, right? Pretty much they have on the team, whatever, or maybe 10 first and second team, you know, it's rare to get those type of yeah. players and everything, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, three point shoot at that. So Brian is a three and D type of player, you know, he will try to do anything it takes to keep her on the team because I think that it'll be a big loss, you know, because, She'd probably end up on a, you know, contending team. Like, well, another contending team that's trying to, you know, win it all or try to, you know, keep Connecticut out the way. You know what I'm saying? So they have they have to figure that out. And I, and I really hope they do, man. I really hope they do. But at the same time, KDOT as well, it's definitely time for Natisha Heidelman. I want to see her now, you know, if they go into this direction of her, you know, leading that team, being that, that lead point guard, you know, the, the – her two seasons showing that toughness clutch play too as well. And, um, you know, she's definitely a keeper. She's, she's has, she has, you know, star, star quality written on her. I don't, I wouldn't call her a star yet, but I think that, you know, if Brianne doesn't come back and then you got Natisha, you know, playing way more minutes, having more responsibility, I think that'll also flourish too as well for her. Cause remember she, we was loving her. We loved her, you know, them first, you know, maybe quarter, two, half, maybe 75% of the season and stuff. Like, we was like, wow, like, she's dope. <laughs> she could hoop and everything. So I would like to see, you know, her as well, you know, grow as a player too. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I totally, totally agree with you with that because, I mean, Natisha Heidemann, like, I feel like every time Natisha Heidemann came into the game, it was like a additional spark that Connecticut had, you know, within their lineup. Um, so I, I do think that the situation in Connecticut is very, very unique. You know, John Quill Jones can easily, you know, sign to be the core, right? But again, if she does sign, I need to know, you know, even with Brianne January, like even if she does leave, I don't think they miss, I don't think they miss anything. Because guess what? When Brianne January wasn't there, it was Natisha Heidemann that was holding it down. It really was. And I think she can elevate her game again this year. So I think Connecticut, what what happens here is that Connecticut stays um stays put, you know, and they continue their run. Um, and hopefully their run doesn't end, you know, with Chicago <laughs> again um, in the in the semi in the semifinals. Yeah, like this team, man, like they're solid. 
But like, who 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 you see, you know, replacing Brian in January? I was seeing names like, who you think like a player like Sophie Cunningham would be good there? So her contract is low, basically like a minimum contract, and I think that it could be affordable. You know, um, maybe like our favorite Shavante Zealous as well, another person that can get, you know, fit in that team. You know, being a vet, you know, what I mean, somebody that can fit in and, and help and help run the ship too as well. You know. Um, I would say it's like somebody like Lexi, like Lexi Brown, Lindsey Allen, but they're going to get their pay raises and stuff. So like they have a lot of, they have a lot of cap gymnastics to do, especially at the, at the tail end of that, um, at the tail end of that roster. So, so they got a lot of ways to go. So I, that, I mean, that's a, that's a really good question. I don't know who would, re, who would necessarily replace Brianne January from a free agent standpoint. I just think that they could be replaced within the team right now. Again, we talk about Dijon and Carrington. We talk about um, Letitia Heideman. Like, I felt like Dijon and Carrington could have easily been rookie of the year had she continued to play and continue to produce the way she did. Like, with Letitia Heideman coming in, like, I do believe that with, um, with her, her prowess and the way she was able to, you know, command the attention of the team when she had the ball in her hands, whether it was scoring, whether it was distributing, whether it was playing defense. And Tisha Hodeman was doing that. Like, she was completely doing that. Um, advanced stats with, with Tisha Hodeman. So, her, I mean, of course, like, over time, her usage rate just went down. But when she did play, like her ultimate value um, was, you know, pretty much in, in, in the middle of the pack. You know, her PER was at 13.9. You know, her player defensive um, efficiency was at 92.5. That's in the 93 percentile. First things first, Damn. shout out to her hoop stats for providing such amazing stats. Um, so, like, come on, Grand Jan- January, a 3 and D type player. You already have your 3 and D with Natisha Heidemann, mm. in my personal opinion, because even when you look at her three point um, field goals, she shot uh, 39.8% from beyond the arc on four attempts you know per game so i mean i just think that it's you know it's there already i don't necessarily think that they would need to add you know someone of immediate impact i just think that they can probably you know just add someone you know for maybe either you know veteran leadership or you know take one of those training camp deals and convert them into a um into a roster spot but I think that Leticia Hodeman and DeJanae Carrington can take care of what Brianne January did when she came back. And again, Brianne January wasn't there the first, you know, quarter uh, of the season. Yeah. So yeah. they were able to, you know, they were able to, to wreak havoc, you know, in, in the beginning of the season. And then, you know, when Brianne January came, of course, you know, they went on that spectacular run. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, Leticia Hodeman has that, um, has that experience now. Dijanae Carrington, you know, playing those first, um, that first quarter of the season, some pretty solid minutes, and then being able to be on the bench and, and just listen to the veterans 
you know, I think she'll be able to hold her weight. And um, I think those two could replace what Brianne January has done. I mean, that's not taken away from Brianne January at all because she is a great um, savvy veteran and we know a team is going to need her. Um, but I don't think she takes uh, the pay cut that, that you said she would take. I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I think, I think that we, 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 we tried our own version of cap gymnastics just now throughout this whole entire uh, episode about Brianne. But when it comes down to the come down, yeah, it might be it might be that time for her to go, you know, to to other pastures. Unfortunately, due to the due to the numbers and, and things like that, it's gonna suck, man. But I just hope that it doesn't hurt them. You know what I mean? Because I really like that team last year. I really like that team. You know, I guess like you know, it's gonna it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough, man. But hopefully, we shall see what happens. And with that being said, thank you for listening to Keeping It Ninety Four Fifty. Once again, y'all know that y'all can follow us at Keeping the 9450 WVB on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Daniel Artes, got Kada in the building. Um, yeah, man, we just gonna keep it rolling, keep it rocking. See y'all next episode where we will talk about the Dallas Wings. Love is love. Peace. Peace out.